What up, guys? It's been a while since you did a Breaking Free Speech podcast, but it's that time of the year. The year has ended, so we're going to do a little bit of a recap, which I have done in the past, where we are going to go in and look at some of the data from our sign-in sheet from 2021. So there we have 7,166 sign-ins. I think a lot of people don't sign in, even though I say sign in, they don't. So that number should be much higher, but, you know, it kind of is what it is. If you want your um, demographic to be represented on the sign-in sheet, it's in your best interest to sign in because I use this data when I am deciding what types of ramps to build or what types of events to do or what types of product I should stock. So if you're X, Y, or Z, it's in your best interest to be represented because then you're more likely to get things that would fit what you would like to see in and around BFS. So let's check out the results. How about that? Vivian Ford, number one sign-in of the year. Doesn't tell me how many times they were here, but here's your here's your top ten right here. Yep. Zara Hagen, Bradley, John Craig, Vreeland, Ethan. Yeah, pretty good. What we're really after here is the information about ridership. Boom. 2021, 44.5% skateboarders. That is the highest skateboarding percentage we've ever had here. 34.1% scooter. Everyone thinks that we do more scooters than skateboards. Everyone has thought that every single year. And it has never been the case. Not a single year. Every year, skateboarding is the highest percentage of uh, patronage at breaking free bmx at 17.6 which that's that number is actually up from last year it was very low uh nearly two percent on the uh mountain bikes less dirt jumpers inline skates and quad skates are tied straight up tied 3.4 percent that's pretty incredible shout out to the quad scene for that for that push uh, actually, and both of those percentages are higher in general than they have been in the past, but it used to be inline slash quad, so it could have been compounding. And then we got 0.6% other. I don't know what other could have been. <laughs> Moving along. Skill level. 52.5% intermediate riders here. Makes a lot of sense. Uh, then we have three times as, as many beginners as there are experts. Only 11.3% experts. Now, the experts are always funny because they're always telling me, oh, you should build X. You should build Y. And it'll be like, you know, bigger box jumps or, uh, you know, build an eight-stair handrail. And it's like, well, if... 50 and 30% of my riders are beginners and intermediate. It's 80% of ridership is not an expert. How, what an effective use of space would an eight-stair handrail be for them? Not very. Not very at all. Uh, and I think this shows the, um, the effectiveness of our attention to these details because I think our park is very intermediate friendly 
I think it's fairly beginner friendly, but it looks more intimidating than it is because because the ramps are kind of like piled up on top of each other pretty closely. But there you have it. Moving along. Age. Let's see. We were 9% 12-year-olds, 63 16%, 6% 15-year-olds, 5.5% 14, 13%, 22-year-olds. How about that? Sneaking into the, just outside the top five. 10, 17, 18, 11, and it kind of just spread out. 27. One thing that always gets me every year is that 21-year-old, it's like that 19, it's 20 and 21 always is the least, um, has the least representation here for age. Oh, there's 21 and 20. So they're not too bad this year. It's good to see. Um, let's see. Let's go down to the gender statistics. Unsurprisingly, 86.7% male. 10% female. That's pretty good. That's similar to the numbers we put up last year. I got I would have to assume that a 10% female attendance at an indoor skate park has got to be pretty good because these sports are, are pretty male-dominated. Um, we got a little bit on the uh, less than 1% prefer not to say, 1.5% for, for non-binary slash gender non-conforming, and 7% on the other, which I don't know what other could be because I feel like other would probably fall into uh, the prefer not to say or non-binary, whatever, gender non-conforming. Maybe you're an alien. Good for you. So that's all right. I'd like to see that. I think we could get that women's number up even a little bit higher. Because I think I think BFS can really champion female ridership in action sports. Something that I care a lot about. We do been doing the ladies' night for coming up on Jesus is it five years now? Four years now? It's crazy. Crazy. Now, let's get down to the question everyone's been dying to know about all year long. What is the best side? And it was a tight race. It was a very, very tight race. But the winner was traditional fries. Now, I think a lot of people just hit the first answer because they don't bother reading it sometimes. So, so, so maybe. Oh, wait, I'm wrong. I misread that. The winner was waffle slash curly fries but it was close 28 percent versus 27.8 percent we have a 0.2 percent difference jeez if i knew how to calculate for margin of error this could be within the margin of error we need we might need a recount <laughs> definitely <laughs> wow dude but honestly curly fries waffle fries they're pretty awesome traditional fries coming up in third place we got tater tots shout out tater tot fam uh, 14, wow, 14% onion rings. That's pretty impressive. I didn't think there was a lot of, uh, onion, onion ring supporters out there, but I guess so. Uh, sweet potato, 7.5. You're all messing up. Sweet potato fries are the best fries. And, uh, you can't convince me otherwise. Let's see what some of the write-in answers were here. Let's hope they are family appropriate. Someone did write all the above. That is a straight up bad ass answer. We got mac and cheese. We got beans. I don't know who likes beans. Anyone who takes beans over this stuff, I don't know what's wrong with you, bro. Salad. All right. Truffle fries are pretty pretty fire. Fresh cut fries for sure. 
Crinkle cut for sure. Steak fries go crazy. Another one from Mac and Cheese. A McGriddle. I would like to know what your meal is that your side is a McGriddle. If, if you wrote that, get back to me on that. Uh, you got potatoes, grapes, potato wedges, fresh cut. Yep. 20 packs of ketchup. That's gross. <laughs> Food, fruit, Eiffel Tower. Not a side I would like. <laughs> side salad, potato salad, bunch of emojis, chicken tenders, David King. Hilarious. Corn. Apples. You really can't beat a Western New York apple in the fall. It's pretty good. Cold side of the pillow. Hmm. I feel like Matt O'Connell wrote that. Fruity pebbles. Cookie. Uh, cookie misspelled. Cookie again. Cajun fries. NP. Just straight onion. Max salad is good. Me. Poop. Gross. Gummy bears. Chicken tenders. Cookie. Gummy worms. Beer and tacos. All right. Let's go. Nachos. Nutella. McDonald's, bacon, wings, beer and tacos again. Children. Children is not an acceptable side here, guys. Well, there it is, what you've all been waiting for, the information on the sides. How about that? Curly Fries wins. Um, right now, the current question on the sign-in sheet is, uh, it's about COVID, because... COVID numbers are all over the place, and it's really bad right now. And I was interested in just collecting data to see what, you know, what the uh, statistics are on that. I can actually pull it up. We've only been doing it for a little while. Let me just switch screens here, see if I can pull up the 2021, or the tw- switch to the 2022 one, sign-in sheet, and maybe we can... Uh, see where our COVID data is looking like this year. Because it's kind of hard to decipher what's going on out there in the COVID world. And uh, I figured, why not collect my own data? It'd be interesting to see what people are saying. Sign in sheet 2022. Let's just pull it down here so we can go over the answers before we go. Ah! Still getting used to this program here, guys. All right. So the most of the sign-in sheet has remained the same. And here we have, what is your COVID history? One, never had it. I'm basically a magician. Either you're a magician or you're asymptomatic and don't know you had it, which is I, I suspect is probably virtually everyone at this point. We had had it before the vax was available. Just my luck. Uh, We have had it, and I was unvaccinated, and I was kind of asking for it. We have had it being being vaccinated. Must have been one of those rare breakthrough cases. Uh, Option number five here, I freaking had it twice. And uh, the last option, which is no, it's it's actually a ravioli, which is a throwback to the first ever question on the sign-in sheet, which was about Pop-Tarts being ravioli. But, you know, that's a topic for another podcast. So let's see where we're at here. Well, how about that? 61% of people have said they never had it and they're basically a magician. That's kind of crazy. Followed up by it's a ravioli. So I think we're getting, uh, I think I'm just getting memed out on this question. I don't think people really want to read it. But whatever. Anyone have it twice? Yeah, eight people. Eight out of 400, that's 
what's that, 0.2% or something? Not bad. I thought it was interesting. It's not my job to pry into your personal health just like it's no one's job. Well, how about that? Look at those numbers for, uh, we're only a month into this year, but 60% skateboards. That's pretty freaking awesome to see if you like skateboards. And if you're me, I don't really care. So it kind of is what it is. I just want you to come in and have a good time. So thank you for listening to this podcast about some of the statistics and what your favorite side is. If you have a suggestion for the next fun question at the end of the sign-in sheet, you can go ahead and uh, let me know. And uh, otherwise, that's the end of this podcast. So thanks for listening. Smash that like button. Actually, don't. I hate all that podcast crap YouTube stuff where it says, do this and do that. I don't really care. You do you. I'm going to do me. And I will see you at the skate park later today. Thank you and Godspeed.